Yo, is this thing on? Man, whatever. Walk with me. Yo, welcome back to Walk with TFB. Tim Bryson here, and as y'all know, I'm a black millennial who is eager to have unfiltered conversation with authentic people centered on education, sport, and culture. Today, y'all are walking with me on volume six of Tim Talks. Volume six of Tim Talks is also the season finale of season two that was entitled More Than a Millennial. Um, and quite honestly, y'all, like this one, this one came to me at the, at the midnight hour, uh, just 10 hours before the release of the episode. But I am very, very excited uh, to do my best uh, to wrap up season two um, and set us on a new path, uh, forge a new path for us as we clear out some room, um, take some space take some rest, spend time resting, and prepare for the launch of season three. So before I go any further, before we go any further, I have to again say thank you, thank y'all, and thank us. Um, as last Tim Talks, we hit 8,000 total downloads. Um, at the release of this Tim Talks, we've crossed over the 9,000 download mark, um, total download mark as a community. Um, and so, as I said before, um, this podcast um, is community work. Um, this podcast is community success. Uh, and most recently, um, for those who have been you know, listening over the last several episodes, uh, this podcast community is really a family. Um, the, the people that we have on the show, the people that we invite on the show um, are not guests, right? They're family members, um, whether we knew them before they were interviewed or not. Um, and so, our family, this family, has crossed the threshold of 9,000 total downloads and is slowly approaching the 10,000 download mark, uh, which is still just mind-blowing. Uh, just just mind-blowing, honestly. Just super surreal for me. Because uh, as I told y'all before, and I'll continue to, <laughs> to reiterate it, um, that I did not create this podcast to hit a metric. I really just wanted to have conversation with my community, uh, with my family. Uh, and we've been doing that. And I'm going to address more uh, of this and more of that throughout the episodes today, but damn, like, 9,000, like, like, we did that shit, and we're still doing it, because it's just not going nowhere. Um, and so, if you have not already, please make sure you follow us on both Twitter and Instagram, at walkwithtfb. Uh, if you have not done so, please, please, please be sure to both rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Rate five stars, give us a bomb-ass, dope-ass review, uh, but of course, only if you mean it. Um, and as I said before, uh, once we hit 10,000, as soon as we cross over that 10,000 mark, I will be doing a 10,000 giveaway, 10K giveaway, if you will. Um, some gear, potentially my new beer if it's dropped by then. Um, yeah, a lot more stuff planned. Uh, so, again, 10,000 giveaway, rate, review, on Apple Podcasts. Uh, be sure to follow, turn your post notifications on. And as always, uh, follow us on both Twitter and Instagram as well. On the last episode, I told y'all that our best was yet to come. Uh, last Tim Talks, of course, that was a good one, Better Late Than 30. Shout out to Brandy. Um, but I told us, right, that our best was yet to come, and I was not lying. Uh, we hit the end of season two, and quite honestly, like, the the 15 episodes, the 15 guests that we had on the show, um, could not have done a better job um, beginning to, to dissect and, and beginning to take apart and really define what it means to be more than a millennial. And so for the 15 millennial guests who chose to walk with us, 
I have nothing but love, nothing but respect, and nothing but gratitude um, for you all joining us now on the show, number one. Uh, but number two, um, being vulnerable, being transparent, being real, being authentic, uh, being confident, being courageous to tell part of your story, uh, part of your experience, and just leave us with some words of wisdom, insight, and takeaways that we can literally apply within our, our daily lives. And so Ashlyn Fields, future Dr. Patrice Palmer, Bryant Kirk White, Taylor Avery, future Dr. Harry Titus, Dr. Blake Banner, Christia Worthy, Sherrod Williams, Courtney Gauthier, Amber Guyton, Marissa Robinson, Herb Courtney, Alexis Mood, Dr. Christopher Travers, and Coach Chelsea France. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for taking a walk with us, uh, for spending uh, just an hour, hour and a half out of your day, out of your morning, out of your evening uh, to share more about your experience, more about your life. And for probably about half of y'all um, answering the call at the last minute, I guess, well, well that's, that's arbitrary, but some of them was actually the last minute for real. But for answering the call, uh, from me, the text from me, the DM from me, uh, to be featured and to be highlighted on our show. Um, every episode um, was was just fulfilling in many different ways. And so um, this season would not have been this season without y'all as the guests. Uh, this season would not have been this season without y'all as our family uh, who chose to take that walk. And so thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I definitely had something special um, in store for y'all over the next couple of weeks. So as a podcaster, I guess that's what I'm called these days. I'm at least in some spaces. Um, I listen to every single episode at least twice. At least twice. Uh, the first time is, of course, to edit um, any, um, not even awkwardness, but long pauses, uh, really the beginning and the end, because, again, it's unfiltered conversation. So I don't go through and I don't amplify any voices. I don't, um, shit, mute background noise like whatever is recorded I legit cut the beginning and the end uh, maybe a longer pause in the middle if, especially if Wi-Fi cuts out and I know some of the guests uh, we've experienced that uh, firsthand but otherwise I upload it boom upload it call it a day it is what it is uh, but the second time I listen to the, the episode is for my own enjoyment uh, and my own digestion because how could I not uh, we're bringing people on we're bringing family on who have experiences who have stories who have um, expertise um, in a plethora of different uh, industries. Um, and even for those who are in the same industry, whether it be education, college sport uh, in particular, um, their journey to getting to where they are is much different. And there's a lot of value, uh, really invaluable uh, wisdom in those in those experiences. And so we started this season on September 29th. And over the last four months, uh, we've been instructed to own our own voice, to sit in stillness, to put ourselves in position, to not settle and to be our own boss, and to operate in our unique gifts and to lead with love. And again, these are things that were uh, responses that were shared after asking you know, our trending topic question, which was, what does it mean to be more than a millennial? And even as I like sit back and look at um, <laughs> these lessons, right, these messages, uh, there's still so much more. So we also learn what it means to be sick and tired a feeling and a frustration that may enroll us in the school of self-awareness, 
to, ident- to identify our personal bevies that will help guide and bolster us in our own walk. We were taught that there's always something greater, though change will happen over time and not overnight, which is something that's extremely, um, not a tough pill to swallow, but you know, something to acknowledge, especially as millennials uh, who oftentimes want, at least I speak for myself, want things um, done right then and right now. We were introduced that leadership has no age, that women are phenomenally powerful, and that can't stop, won't stop is discipline, not a lifestyle or a trend. I knew this season was special because it was a time period for me personally of self-discovery where I learned that my purpose is not one-dimensional. Yeah, as I sat and just thought about like, yo, like how should I wrap up this season? How should I close it up? How can I close it up, especially because it's a season I never really wanted to end, to be quite honest with y'all, because I just became enamored with this idea of like being more than a millennial, more than a millennial. And I'd asked a couple friends, like, yo, like, how should I close this shit? Uh, they had said, you know, answer your own, you know, give your own response to that question or, you know, share more about your story. Um, so then I really just sat and, and started to think about, you know, what does it mean for Tim? to be more than a millennial. And after days of reflection, because I've been thinking about this episode, this Tim Talks episode for now, almost two weeks, I mean, it finally hit me uh, just at 8 p.m., 8.30 p.m., um, the day before the episode dropped. And so for me, to be more than a millennial comes back to what our former family member has said, Dr. Blake Banner, and that we must be loud about the things that we care about. Be loud about the things that you care about. And that stuck with me um, even from months ago because that's literally the, almost like a soundtrack to my life. I guess shout out to Kid Cudi. But like being loud about the things that I've cared about has really um, gotten me to where I am today. Has molded and has shaped me into the man, into the human, to the leader, into the scholar that I am today. I mean, so if you know me, if you're new here, or shit, whether you're new or you're old, uh, I love craft beer. And if you did not know that, uh, feel free to check out at the IPA way. Just dropped a new release. Well, that'll be coming out in a couple weeks, but I love craft beer. Love craft beer, love craft beer, love IPAs. Um, but y'all know that. If you follow that page, you also know that I am very loud about fitness. I mean, so you'll see me, uh, my legs going down some stairs or walking to the gym, hopefully between 6.30 and 7.30 uh, most mornings. Um, you'll see the workout post of the week on Saturday mornings. But I love fitness. I love beer. I love sports. Uh, hence why it's one of the um, the core topics we discuss on this podcast. But there is something that I have not told y'all, that I have not been as loud as I probably should be and should have been, uh, that I am very passionate about um, and I care very, very, very deeply about. Um, and that's not just my PhD, but it's a student population, the student community. Um, that I'm researching within my program. So I started my PhD back in the fall 2020 semester um, at the University of Maryland within their student affairs program. And I'll spare spare y'all my personal statement, but I started and wanted to go back to school to pursue my doctorate um, so that I could liberate all student communities to identify their passion, inspire vision, and walk in their purpose, which shouldn't be a shocker given um, everything I know about me up to this point. 
Yet when I started the the application process and even the interview process, and and really up until probably month two of the program, I knew I was going to study student athletes and really college, really study college athletes and their career development. So how are they getting jobs? Where are they getting jobs? How are they getting support? How are they not getting the support? How can we best integrate and better integrate um, college athletes into the university community? Like that's what I was going to look at. I was committed. I was I was ready to dive straight in and look at the college athlete experience as it relates to their career readiness. And throughout, you know, months leading up to that, there's definitely some seminal moments um, last summer as well. My research kind of changed. It definitely pivoted. Because I became more curious about the experiences of international college athletes within U.S. higher education. And I'm not going to give y'all my <laughs> my lit review from last semester, though. If you want to read it, uh, let me know. I'd be happy to share it with you. Um, but this really changed because I began to observe uh, up close how different the college experience was, especially pursuing you know, careers within the U.S. or outside of the U.S. context was for international students. And between the fucked up immigration visa policies, the federal laws, um, lack of institutional support, deficient departmental support. I mean, the, the list goes on and on and on. Um, and again, again this, this is not just, nor is it a Maryland thing. Uh, this is across the board. And so I said, someone has to, to fix this. Like someone has to, to, to improve the experience. Someone has to, to create more equitable um, pathways for international college athletes to pursue their careers. Like someone has to create more clear and accessible pathways for college athletes, international college athletes to walk in their purpose. And, I'm so glad I did, and the the journey up to this point has been one where I've truly learned a lot. Um, it's been one in which I've had to look at research on international students, research on college athletes, research about career development, <laughs> research about um, internationalization of higher education, research on the globalization of college sport and really sport period. Um, because international college athletes, they they're they're intersecting identities, and we haven't even delineated you know, down by sport and um, and, uh, country of origin are so different and unique than domestic athletes, domestic college athletes. And so as I continued to learn more and and sought to learn more about their experience and sought to learn more about how I can best support them, I found myself asking the international college athletes I work with as well as international um, colleagues I know, staff colleagues I know who who are working in college sports more about their experience. And after about a couple of weeks, a couple of months of asking, 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 I realized I was doing the same thing. I, I didn't want um, other people to do uh, when asking me about what it, what it means to be black in America, uh, which is hypocritical, to say the least. And so I continued to do my own research outside of you know only asking about their experience, um, but was it presented an opportunity to apply to become an international orientation leader at the University of Maryland. At first, I hesitated because, of course, I'm a full-time staff member, uh, but I'm also a full-time student, a full-time doctoral student. And it wasn't until hearing one of my professors talk about his experience being a full-time student and a full-time staff member um, where I was really encouraged 
uh, really inspired because I don't think he really he didn't tell me explicitly, but definitely inspired to jump in and serve as a student leader um, on Maryland's campus. And so I applied um, and, and was fortunate to have earned a spot as an orientation leader to help all of our incoming international students orient themselves into U.S. higher education at the University of Maryland. And this experience uh, by far was one of the most fulfilling experiences I've had since entering college uh, back in fall 2011. My decision to want to become an international orientation leader was not one that was fueled to aid my research, um, but rather one where I could continue to learn, but also give back understanding the privilege I have being a U.S. citizen um, at the University of Maryland. Because there are different cultural norms, there are different um, institutional practices, there are different just I mean, I can't even begin to explain like the, the differences in, in, in international college athletes, international college students experience compared to one, compared to a domestic student, uh, to keep it, to keep it one And I was international orientation leader starting in November, spent time orienting myself through their orientation, through our orientation, spent time, um, you know, helping them to, uh, to assist in their transition even in January. And it wasn't until last week, the end of last week, where I decided to update my LinkedIn with this new role that I had earned as an international orientation leader. And so I thought I was just, you know, adding a position on LinkedIn because, again, that's what we do, right? Uh, especially when we're updating our resume. It's important to update, you know, all things so, so they reflect each other. And so I updated it and... What I didn't know is that when I updated it, it would say that you know, Timothy F. Bryson has been promoted to international orientation leader. And so as a result, I mean, I got the DMs, I got the comments like, congrats on your promotion, congrats on your promotion, congrats on your promotion. I'm like, yo, like no one was promoted. <laughs> like why, why are people, like no one was promoted. Like I just, I'm just adding a position on here. I don't know why it says promoted, um, but I wasn't promoted. And... Someone had someone had said, you know, congrats on your promotion. Like I didn't know you were, you know, you were doing that. And I was like, yo, it's not a promotion. Like, you know, it's not a big deal. But I appreciate people, you know, commenting, applauding. That's great, cool. But they replied back and said, it's a promotion in your purpose. Embrace that. It's a promotion in your purpose. Embrace that. More than than the traditional idea of promotions. So just like my sister, um, who I mentioned last last Tim Talks, just like my grandma, who I mentioned uh, two Tim Talks ago on Volume 4, God is now, again, speaking to me through someone else. <laughs> so whether it's my peace is my self-care, better late than 30, now it's, your, now it's promotion in your purpose. I just had to sit and think, like, wow, like, what does that mean? Like, what does it mean to... to be promoted in your purpose. And again, we can sit and think and dissect this all day if we wanted to. Um, but as I sit back and think about what she has said, especially comparing that it's different than the traditional idea of promotions, I just have to say thank you. Because to be more than a millennial is to be loud about the things I care about. And me not sharing a passion of mine, me not sharing a care of mine, a love of mine for improving the lives of international college athletes, um, was not just selfish, um, but t- 
took away and detracted and distracted from my from my purpose. Because I think about how many more international students, how many more international college athletes, you know, could I have served? Um, could I have made a difference for if I had been loud about being an international orientation leader? And this is not something I was consciously thinking about because I had, you know, had a winter class that was three weeks long. That was 16 hours a week. God, glad that's over. I was definitely focused and thinking about some other things. But I think back to what Dr. Banner had said, right? Be loud about the things you care about. Be loud about the things you care about. Like I was stuck because that, that was something that I could have been louder about much sooner. And as I reflected in, uh, with, in over the last couple of hours on, you know, what that meant and why I chose not to do so, I thought about how it's always easy for people to post, you know, what they're doing, right? Um, I thought about the whole, you know, build in silence or do work in silence, um, you know, and allow your work to allow your work to be to speak for you. I thought about that, those things, and and though I believe it's important to consider that, um, at times I also believe, and and re, and I'm recommitting myself to being loud about the things I care about because it's not about me, right? Even international college athlete research, right, is a, is a topic that's been uh, fairly untapped. That I was afraid in some respects that if I shared that sooner than what I wanted to, or if I shared that sooner than I was ready to, that someone would come along and steal my idea or steal my research. Now, that's, of course, that's silly, <laughs> right? I don't own their experience. I don't own the research. No, I was trying to control something that uh, honestly can, cannot be controlled because there's a, a million, billion, trillion other people on this earth. Um, that could wake up one day and conduct similar research. Um, but that's selfish, and I recognize that. And when she said that I continue to think about what it means to be promoted in your purpose, like what other experiences have I had to be promoted in my purpose, where I was promoted in my purpose because I was being loud about the things that I care about. And I've seen that with the beer scene and being loud about uh, diversifying the craft beer industry uh, by helping to introduce and socialize black people into craft beer. Right, and I've seen that manifest into not just one release, Amplify Black Voices, but now two releases with support black businesses where we're able to give back and invest into the black community within a local DMV community. I've seen that being loud about fitness has helped introduce and has helped to um, encourage other people, especially other black people, to become more active and, be, and become more, more free, more comfortable, more confident and pursuing and walking out in their fitness journey. Like I've seen that, right? And that wouldn't have happened if I, if I weren't loud about the things that I care about. I've seen how being loud about sports and education has helped to um, encourage and inspire, whether it's me student athletes or my peers, to go on and pursue graduate degrees, to go on and pursue doctorate degrees, to go on and pursue degrees and at the undergraduate level that they're actually passionate about and not ones that their parents and academic advisor told them that they need to to major in, like I've seen that. And I've only been able to see that and I've only been able to experience that because I was loud about the things that I care about, which are beer, fitness, sports, and education. And so promotion in your purpose, promotion in your purpose, promotion in your purpose, I still knew that there was something more there. There was something more in this promotion in your purpose that I was missing because I was looking at it at face value, right? I was looking at it at just not or being silent about the things that I care about, uh, i.e. Uh, international college athletes, i.e. global sport, i.e. internationalization of higher education. But I knew there was something more there. So I continued to dig. 
I continue to dig. I continue to dig and think about like, what am I missing? Like, what am I, what am I shortchanging about this experience um, that has really caught me off guard and has had me stunned um, and that made me sit in stillness to think more deeply about what it means to be promoted in your purpose. And so, of course, I went to my favorite app on my phone, which is the dictionary.com app. So if you do not have that app, strongly, strongly, strongly recommend. And I began to look at the different alternative definitions for promotion. Um, so we see advancement in rank or position. Like, yeah, that's cool. We've seen the furtherance or encouragement. That's dope. Uh, we've seen something that is devised to publicize or advertise a product, cause, or institution, such as a brochure, a poster, or a radio commercial. That's cool, too. <laughs> the state of being promoted or the art of promoting. I mean, that's kind of obvious. But the one that, that got my attention, number six, that says, also called queening, which is from chess. The replacement of a pawn that has reached the enemy's first rank by a more powerful piece of the same color, usually a queen. So now we rocking. Like, that was it. That was it. A quick dictionary search on my app. And we, we're here. Because as soon as I saw a queen, it took me back to one of the best Netflix shows, best Netflix series, if I guess I can call it a series, um, that I've watched entitled The Queen's Gambit. And if you have not watched The Queen's Gambit yet, uh, feel free to log off, <laughs> start the podcast here and come back to it at a later date. But I'm going to continue to talk about it because it's been a couple months. And I'll save y'all the first, I don't know, five, six, seven episodes and jump towards the very end where Beth is trying to beat Borgov to become the number one player in the world. And the one moment for me that, quite honestly, almost brought me to tears was when her friends had caught her, the friends that she was whooping their ass <laughs> the first several episodes, had caught her after doing their research on Borgov and said, yo, Beth, here's what you need to do. Here's how you need to attack this situation, yada, 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 um, which, was surpri- which was a surprise to her because, one, she wasn't expecting it, um, and two, um, there were people that she had beat over the years, I mean, just over and over and over again, uh, but they came together to help her out, right, to help her um, win first place, which is something that the Russians had done over the over the previous you know, several decades, but Americans had not done that um, to get to that point. Boom. Spoiler alert, done. That's what it is. But it took me back to this point because as I think about promotion and your purpose, it, it takes me back to this podcast. It takes me back to this community because as I, as I think about how we're you know slowly approaching the 10,000 download mark, as I think about how uh, up to this point in the podcast, we've only had black family members on the podcast on purpose. I'm reminded of the power of black excellence. I'm reminded of the power of black community. I'm reminded of the power of black joy black resilience when we come together and work towards a common goal. I've said community work. I've said community success. But promotion in your purpose is queening, right? (laughs) It is coming together to work towards a common goal. No matter who gets the credit, no matter who gets uh, the reward, no matter who gets, you know, insert whatever you want which has been a struggle, at least in my personal experience um, with my own with my own people. 
and this podcast is something that is an example for me to always get back, to always invest, to give people their roses when they're here, to give people a platform to speak their mind, to speak their to to speak their um, to experience, to share their story. It's a reminder. Because we see it over and over and over and over and over again how division leads to failure. Division leads to mediocrity. And I'm thankful that promotion and purpose is something, promotion and our purpose, promotion in this podcast has been something that we collectively have come together and supported as a whole. Because 10,000 downloads is not something to be um, to shy away from. Uh, 10,000 downloads is a reflection of how we have promoted each other in our unique purpose to get to this point. And so again, I want to say thank you. So whether it's promotion in your purpose, whether it's queening in your purpose, um, I hope that we are finding opportunities to celebrate the promotions within our own purpose journeys, within our own purpose walks that remind us of where we're going. And so as I close today, I'll leave us with three questions. Number one, who is in your bevy? And I love how B. White has said this during his episode, right? That these are people who are close by. Uh, these are people who are in your circle, if you will. These are people who are going to you know, keep it 100 with you, but also hold you accountable. Who is in your bevy? Who is in your bevy? Number two, what passion, what vision, what purpose are you not being loud about right now? What are you keeping quiet and why? Because we can't support you. We can't invest in you. We can't uplift you. We can't hold you accountable. We can't encourage you if we do not know. So what passion, what vision, what purpose are you not being loud about right now? And then number three, how are you putting yourself in position to be called upon? How are you putting yourself in position to be called upon? Shout out to Sharad. Promotion your purpose requires um, activity. As I said before, your purpose can't wait. Your purpose can't wait. Your purpose cannot wait. Um, and, and through this promotion, through these promotions, it's going to be an evolution um, of ourselves. It's going to be an evolution of our relationships and friendships, right? And everyone's not going to make it, which is the hard truth I've been, I've been living on myself over these last few months. Everyone's not going to make it. And as easy as it is to make excuses or to make concessions to preserve those relationships, please understand and recognize and acknowledge that they're just expired. They're expired, at least for this season. Though that's a hard, you know, um, truth to face, there's definitely more truth, right? There's more, it's more of a feeling to speak your truth and just stand in your truth and to protect the calling and the assignment that God has called over your life. 
Because your purpose can't wait. It's active. It's dynamic. It's moving. And so I hope that y'all have taken just a little bit of what I think I've taken from season two, More Than a Millennial. It's really been a phenomenal season. It's been a dynamic season. It's been a season that I'll continue to just play play back over and over and over again. Um, because I just I'm just my cup is full. My cup is really overflowing with with the amount of love that was poured into the season from everyone who I'm invested, whether as a family member, whether as a community member, whether as someone who has shared on their personal story, their their, their purpose project story, like whatever. However you contributed to the season, again, I cannot say thank you enough. Um, I cannot say thank you enough. And although it's hard to close the season out, I promise we have some bomb-ass shit planned for us for season three. Well, we really do. Um, so, again, if you have not already, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Walk with TFB. Be sure to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. I mean, again, thank y'all, man. Hope that y'all find time to rest and find time to recover. Um, I'll be sure to post uh, throughout this month some other Black-owned podcasts for us to tap into um, so we can continue to invest in each other and uplift each other up. But please, please, please be loud about the things you care about. Be loud about the things you care about. And for those who care about beer, the beer uh, support black businesses will be dropping, should be February 14th, Sunday, February 14th. Um, so if you're interested, send me a text. I'll make sure that you um, get the information so you can pre-order and I can uh, send that shit to y'all. Um, but otherwise, yo, look forward to having more unfiltered conversation with authentic people centered on education, sport, and culture. But until season three, walk with me. Thank you.